Hey, Colin. It's episode 26. Mm, yeah, it is 26. You thought it was 27. I thought it was 27. We got to get this shit going before... Before it's night-night time. Well, not even just that. Before this band starts back up. Yeah, so we've... we've uh, been, been here. An hour. An hour. An hour. And... And I'm sure you guys can hear them talking in the background. Quite, still not quite sure if they're done yet. Not sure. Uh, one thing I got to say about that band is they do not have a genre. Yeah, there was that red hot chili pepper sound and shit, and then there was like some. Before you got here, there was like some uh, like punk rock, not true punk rock, like pop punk. I don't know, whatever it was. Um, if they were to describe their sound, I would say it's band. <laughs> <laughs> what kind what? of music are you? Gen- band genre. <laughs> band. All right, so we got uh, we got some things to talk about today. First things first. Whoop whoop. Motherfucker, I was trying to lead us to that. I oh. always I, I always say like, hey, Colin, would you bring us a drink? So, Colin, what did you bring us to drink? Fucking Fago, man. Fago. Fago Red Pop. Yeah, so, you know, we were talking last week about how I wasn't going to be drinking all month. And so I was, and we were joking, we were saying, what are we going to do? Are we going to, and we were talking about maybe like getting like fancy sodas, craft sodas like Boylan's or Virgil's or yeah. I think that Rambling House place on Hudson like has their own. I think they like No shit. Yeah. So I'll I'll, ch- I'll check into it. Anyway, so I was like looking at the fancy sodas at Kroger today and And you said out of all the fancy sodas, I'll up, take fucking Fago, the anti fancy. I look up and all they had was Red Pop, Diet Red Pop and cream soda. Well, thank you for not showing cents. up with fucking diet anything. I can't drink any diet. 69 anything. cents per 20 ounce. Okay, I don't and know. Red Pop is really something else. It's pretty good. What the fuck is it, though? I mean, I know it's Red Pop, but, like, what is it? Strawberry. No. I don't know why they don't just call it strawberry. So, yeah, but, like, it's not... I mean, because when I taste it, I still feel like there's a hint of, like, cream soda or something in there. I think that's the reason it's called Red Pop. It's just, like, what does it taste like? It tastes like red. This shit tastes like medicine. <laughs> it does, kind of. <laughs> I do wish it was a little bit more carbonated. Yeah, this shit tastes like medicine. I, uh, I've never sat around on a fucking, what is it, Tuesday? I've never sat around on Tuesday and sipped medicine pop before. (laughs) Uh, No, I've drank a Fago or two in my life. Why is that, Jeff? This might be a good or bad time to segue into I Was Once a Juggalo. Like a Juggalo Juggalo? Um, I mean. Or like I like ICP and sometimes I wear face paint. Goes That one. That one. All right. So the, the very first like concert I ever went to in my life was an ICP concert. Nice. It was uh, ICP, um, Cottonmouth Kings. Twizted? I don't know. I don't uh, even know if they were a thing yet. Uh, I mean, I'm 37, and this was when I was like, I don't know, 14, maybe. Uh, I remember we tried to go to a show. I think they played like an outdoor thing at the brewery district or some shit like that. And we tried to go, and we ain't had no fucking tickets. <laughs> and it was sold out, so we like dressed up. With, like, our faces painted and shit. And we go down there, and I'm like, now what? And we're both like, I don't know. What the fuck? How, how do people, what do people do? They come down here sometimes without tickets, and they acquire tickets. I don't really know how that process works. Like, scalping and shit? Yeah. But at 14, I had no fucking idea. I just knew that I'd been places with my brother. We didn't have a ticket. He acquired a ticket. We went. <laughs> so, yeah, so, <laughs> so I was like, fuck it, let's go. So we go down there in full fucking face paint and shit. And... All the people that are in line are already raging and like pouring Fago on each other. So <laughs> we got like we got to mix in with them and you know splash Fago around like fucking juvenile delinquents. 
And then we went home, you know, without seeing a concert. But we were more prepared next time we went to Newport. And we saw him, like I said, with Cottonmouth Kings. And, a, you know, a handful of other people. You know how they had, like, fucking ten acts that just seemed to be on every tour or whatever. Yeah. Um, so we went, and we did the fucking thing. We threw the fucking Fagos around and, and did the thing. And yeah, You're all, like, sticky. Yeah, you're sticky as fuck. It's <laughs> so gross, man. Yeah. Like, I get the whole deal, but that was one thing I could never get through my... I could never... I could never... I... I didn't have a lot of Juggalo friends, but, like, I worked at Hot Topic, so, like, I sold yeah. stuff to Juggalos all the time, and uh, that's the one thing I just never, I never could understand. Like, why would you want to, like, come home, like, all sticky? I, You know what? I don't think I gave a fuck about that. Like, really, it yeah, was, for me, it was, like, the, uh, I felt like, at the time, it, it was the big fuck you. Like, I'm listening to fuck you music. Like, I'm totally. cool. I have big pants. Uh, I will say this, like. I've never been a fan, never, never been into the whole thing. But uh, ever since I watched that 20 minute documentary on Vimeo a couple of years ago, like some indie filmmaker did a, a 20 minute bit or not bit, but like a 20 minute documentary on Gathering of the Juggalos. Yeah. I was like, I have to go to that. Yeah. We don't we have a lot of friends that have been in that. Like, I feel like friends go every year. Well, because they've like started like to br- some rappers get on it, like, or like some like non juggalo rappers get on it like well tech nine tech nine but he's a juggalo. he's a juggalo rapper danny brown's fucking... done it uh okay. andrew wk was on it a couple years ago um like i think there was maybe last year there was a couple hardcore bands or kind of hardcore bands mosh bands or something i don't know anyway but i if you haven't seen it go on vimeo and look it up i have and it, yeah, it's amazing. No, it's no, wild, man. It, it really it, is. It literally is like no man's land. It's like it's 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 like a just a place where like there are no rules. Yeah, it's like this weird white trash utopia. Yeah, that's a pretty good way to describe it. Like, I mean, it's like it's like Comfest almost with like it's like Comfest if Comfest, on the West Side if Comfest was like Rock on the Range. <laughs> oh yeah so if if Com- if, if Comfest Com- was at the al rosa Villa. gave some free love to rock on the range <laughs> the fucking bastard love child that lives on the west side would be gathering of the jugglers what is on my shirt uh it's a graphic no 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 it was, it's a, funny though it was the same exact color <laughs> you got you eat some food the same taco, as yob it was taco night so um let me. We got to go back to this because Sorry. I refuse to. I refuse to just glaze over and act like uh, I was a juggler for a really long time because I wasn't. I need to clarify. Was it a phase? It was a quick phase. Um, you know, before I was done being a teenager, I was out of it. So you know, fourteen to sixteen ish. Um, and then I listened to some of that shit uh, a couple times after. Like there was a few, um, things that came out that I was like, oh, that's not terrible and it was mainly again it was probably that cottonmouth kings i just had friends that listened to it and like i'd listen to it and like when you listen to the uh, the shit your friends listen to you just kind of you inherit a little bit of like of it you know yeah no Uh, that makes sense because like i never give a fuck about any of this like doom and stoner metal and all this crazy shit and then you come here and you play riffs and i swear to god those riffs will be stuck in my head for like a year (laughs) and we'll be at practice like with my band and they all know when practice is over because I turn the fucking drop pedal on. I go about six notes down. And then all of a sudden, it sounds like you're playing my guitar. And again, I don't give a fuck about the music, one but those days, riffs get stuck in my one head. One of these days, you're going to, in a band, 
are going to put out a record and I'm going to listen to her and be like, God damn it. I wrote, I wrote that and I played it for him one night. Well, what I'm, what I'm realizing is that a lot of the riffs I would write if I just played them like half the BPM, like you were playing something tonight and I'm like, that literally sounds like something I wrote. That's the thing is it, when I started doing Maranatha specifically, it was like, I wanted it to be like all the riffs that I liked only just lower and slower. So yeah. like all the two steps I wanted to be like stupid two steps, like caveman drag knuckle dragging two steps that are like 120 BPM, you know, like slow yeah. ones and, uh, and stuff like that. And yeah, it's, it's all just about playing it slow. I, uh, my metric is, uh, if you go on YouTube and search, uh, for, um, Metallica's, uh, if you listen to there's there's a bunch of them you, if you look at you, you can search anything on 33 or anything at 33 oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. if you listen to metallica's the thing that should not be or sad but true either of those two songs and if you listen to those at 33 rpms like that is my metric like everything has to sound that heavy because okay. that shit is the heaviest shit i think you posted that before oh i'm sure I have. and uh, and i only heard it because you posted and it. it's i mean it is it's the verse for Sad But True, zhung, 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 zhung. oh, dude, it's so hard. So I don't want to – I'm not going to take us any further until we at least get out of the a way of like, what would you do this weekend and that Re- shit. Really quickly on the Juggalo tip. Oh, shit. I did make a Juggalo joke. Okay. On, a Juggalo? On <laughs> – Fuck, man. That sucked. There it is. There it is. It sounded so much better in my head. Uh, I should have said it. That was good. Um, No, I tweeted something, and, you know, generally all, I would say, 95% of my 17,500 tweets are just me talking into the void, and maybe one or two people respond to something every once in a while. Uh, But I had a – I tweeted a a joke yesterday, and I got like 20 likes and a few retweets. And I'm like, oh, is this going viral? (laughs) It's like that. And then it just stops. Yeah, it's that meme. uh, So there was like some like weird facts Twitter account or something like that. Yeah. That showed up in my timeline that had this picture of this Rottweiler. And it said like a Rottweiler with like Vidalago or some some weird name. And it was kind of like half albino. So it's basically like if you took a picture of a Rottweiler and then like turn the HDR all the way up, you know, where yeah. like things get like really wacky. Yeah. And like the brown and then like the black around the brown and the spots were all normal. But then ev- all the other black fur was like white. Huh. And I retweeted and I was like, isn't it spelled Juggalo? Because uh. lo- he literally looked like a Juggalo. People people really like that one. Wow. Uh, Pat yourself on the back for that one. This is a one. weird millennial flex of oh, yeah, 20 likes on my tweet on my podcast. It, weird things like that do make you feel good, though. Um, I remember when <laughs> when uh, when I got engaged. So we used um, – we're big coffee drinkers, right? So when we went through Starbucks, we said, hey, can we have a couple cups we just want plain cups and we went home and we wrote on them. We were engaged and we did a cute little photo with like our hands and coffee cups. Right. And I took it with my nice camera. So it came out nice, but it was just for Instagram. That's all it was, was just to say, Hey, we got engaged. Well, like five or six wedding account, like big wedding accounts on Instagram with like millions of followers picked it up and reposted it and like added us and stuff. And they got like hundreds of thousands of likes. And I was like, Oh shit. 
Like, that's fucking crazy. Like, some shit that we just kind of created for our friends to say, hey, guys, we got engaged last night or this morning or whatever, whenever we did it. Um, Got just a shit ton of likes. We actually, uh, we used the same kind of thing when we announced Eloise, um, when she was pregnant with Eloise. So when we made that public, we went and got all four size cups from Starbucks again. Oh, I think I remember this. Yeah, and we had like the dad, the mom, the, and then baby, baby, you know, and announced it the same way. So I learned last week that there is a bigger than Venti size. uh, Trenta, right? Yeah. Yeah, so anytime, and they won't, there's not all drinks that won't come in Trenta. And it was only cold brews that they would, I asked. You mean that's the only one they won't? No, 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 no. I asked, like, what come, what can I get in that size? And they're like, cold brews. No, they'll do, like, iced tea, things oh. like, because Amy gets the uh, black tea lemonade thing, Um, and that came in a Trenta. They actually won't do certain things. Like, I think a nitro cold brew, they won't give you in Trenta. Oh, probably not. I don't, I don't think they'll give you anything higher than a grande. And everyone thinks it has a shit ton of caffeine. It has less caffeine than their blonde roast. With a cold brew? Yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, people hear nitro cold brew and they're like, fucking caffeine. I People do that shit all the time at work. They're like, oh, man, I'm dragging. I got to get like a nitro cold brew or something. I said, or you could just fucking drink a light roast. It is... It, it's funny and it makes sense because yeah. you don't roast the bean as much. Well, but I'll, but the whole the whole assuming that nitro has more caffeine makes sense because we grew up watching American Gladiators yeah. where nitro meant tough guy. Um tough coffee, is that where you're going with? Um you know, nitrous in racing means steer, your car and steroids. Man, this is so Yeah, this is rough, dude. For not okay. having carbonation like it's really doing uh, a number on you. Um and uh you know, so it makes sense, but no, it's just using nitrous oxide. Look, look at what an asshole I look like with my leg up like this. You got these fucking white jeans on. They're not white. They're rock and roll gray. <laughs> like, they're just grayer. Than, I mean, you're a designer. You realize. You want to get out your Pantone book and fucking tell me which uh, Pantone hue this is? It's, it's kind of, it's probably like CG1. Oh, my God. All right, I'm uh, putting my foot down cuz and I don't mean that. I I mean that I'm like I'm putting my foot down yeah. you are never bringing up Pantone again. No, I uh, uh I just got to take my foot down. I look like a big dickhead with my foot up like that. I put my foot up like that all the time, but I, the difference is I don't wear white jeans. It's not that. It was the fucking angle. Like for whatever reason when my foot was over there, it was like dead fucking center <laughs> with my I haven't had these uh these Air Maxes on in a year. And they just, I don't know, they're big and clunky and they were taking up most of the screens. So. Do you have like, like in your closet, do you have like a shelf that's got all your shoes, like a wrapper and MTV Cribs? I do. <laughs> so at like, you know, Target and Meyer and all those different places, you can buy those little put together um, shelves where it has like the top row and then one here and then you can put some shit under it. I have like 10 of them. And so I've lined, we have a, our walk-in closet is like, I don't know, 15 feet deep maybe. And I've lined the entire row. And then as it gets down towards the, uh, the, we have a window in our walking clothes. As it gets down towards the window, they're stacked like two and three high. And then there's shoes. That's not enough though, because I actually have, I have a box of shoes, uh, in the garage. And I just realized I have a, one of those plastic tubs of shoes in the basement. So I was like looking for a pair of Jordans the other day and I was like, where are those Jordans at? I found them in the basement. I'm trying to think. 
I got one, two, I got two, I got these, I got a pair of Vans, I got a pair of Doc Martens, I got a pair of shitty nice shoes. What? You know, just like cheap ones I got at Kohl's. Oh, I see. I you I mean, okay. Like fancy okay. shoes. And like a pair of Clarks, and that's it. Clarks? You know, like desert boots. Oh. I thought that was like a, I thought that was like the, like old people shoes. No. You think of Merrill? No. F- fuck you, man. I had a pair of Merrills. Those are old people shoes. <laughs> no, I mean, just, like, they might just, be like hikey, hikey boot good guy shoes. Feet, good on your feet shoes. I had uh, the Merrill, like, barefoot runners that are like, it's like having a fucking thin piece of rubber just around your foot. They did not have the weird toes, but same. No, Clarks same are like principle. leather or suede, and they look kind of like chuckas, and they got, like, just four lace holes. Or two lace holes on each side. You'll, I'll show you a picture. You'll have to show me a picture because you know I'm positive there was like a store. I was pretty confident called Clark's or something like that. It might, may have originally been an old guy brand. And I only see old dudes in there. <laughs> oh, anyway. I also did get a pair of uh, fake Tevas. You know, uh-huh. like fucking dork, uh, like uh, granola guy sandals. You know, like the strap along the side. Oh, like Midwest Jesus Mandels? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay. I got a pair of fake ones. I I shouldn't say dork. My best friend wears them. Uh, he can be a dork. Um, but uh, I got a fake pair of those in Virginia Beach because I needed some sandals to wear on the beach because all I had was these fucking leather Jordans. Yeah. And we're like walking around the beach. Hey, man, fuck that. Black leather Jordans. Yeah, nice, nice pair of shorts, no shirt, those Jordans. That's a look. That's a vibe. Speaking of no shirt. There is this dude, uh, this kid on um, Beatrice's soccer team. No. Yeah, on Beatrice's soccer team. And uh, his dad, <laughs> every soccer game, <laughs> takes his shirt off in the middle of Whetstone Park with all of these Clintonville parents. Like, like uppity Clintonville parents. Yeah. And this one dude, he's got a big-ass beer gut. Like skin, weird skinny guy with a big beer gut. Just pops the top, huh? And just like and nothing doesn't even like think about it. Just sits down, and takes his shirt off. So let's uh let's travel on over to fucking things we did and shit that happened in the past week since we've podcasted. Because uh, I'm gonna go right into holy shit, I had some car troubles. Oh yeah, yeah, and I haven't even talked to you since. I told you what the shop told me the troubles were, so we're going to just do a little catch-up real quick. Your Hyundai's still out there, though? Yeah. <laughs> Surprised to see it? You're limping it along? No, dude. No. Okay. So, I know dick about cars. We've established that on several episodes. I know nothing about cars. But every once in a while, you hear something, and you're like, the little bell goes off. I don't feel like they're being honest, or something's just not right about that diagnosis. I should get a second opinion. And my first second opinion is always YouTube and or uh, just the Internet in general. Right. I just hit the Internet and start looking. I try to check the validity of what these people are telling me. So for the listeners, I will quickly uh, say what my car was doing. I would start it up. It would have kind just kind of a weird rough sound only to start. And then it was fine. It was only off a cold start. Never when it was warmed up. If I just run in somewhere, come back out, it was fine. Um, then my car started sounding really crazy. Like something was slipping when I would turn left, like a hard left. Yeah. It was fine on right. So I was like, shit, I need to put this in the shop. 
I'm coming home from work, going around a roundabout, and you know, it kind of like, you go kind of right, and then left, I start to turn left, the fucking car shut off, and I like coasted to a stop, I was like, oh shit, I look at the lights on the dash, and there's three lights on, I don't know what they are now, but I remembered what three they were, I googled it, and in Hyundai, it was something like a intermittent charge failure, so in my mind, I'm like, okay, charge, that has something to do with my alternator, that's what fucking charges things. That noise I'm hearing is some kind of slipping or something. That's probably the belt. All this shit's related. Mm -hmm. Also, when I go over uh, rough areas kind of slow, I heard a knocking in the front. I'm like, that's a classic like tie rod or um, wheel bearing or something like that. So I take it in. I give the dude all the information. um, And he calls me and he goes, yeah, basically you need a whole new timing chain and everything. And I was like, what? I was like, what about the knocking? Yep, it was just, uh, it's stretched and it's knocking. I'm like, that would be like more of a metal sound. This is more of like a uh, a knocking. Like, I can't explain it, but it's it sounds more like a tie rod. He's like, nope, didn't didn't find anything wrong there. And I said, you know what? Just do it. Do the oral change. I'm going to come get it. I'm not, we're not spending two grand. I fucking would get rid of that car. My wife can get a new car. I go get it. I drive it home. I'm like, it's actually running better. Like, this is weird. I take it down to uh, my brother's guy. He looks at it. Two seconds goes, it's not a timing chain. I bet they saw a code in your memory that's related to timing, maybe like your variable timing sensor or whatever it is. He said, I bet they saw that and tried to sell you all new timing everything. So he scans, sees that code in the memory. He's like, yeah, it's right here. It's it's your sensor. It's a sensor. sensor. Yeah, and he goes, and those don't even really go out. He said they have a little uh, mesh piece on them. You just take them out and clean them. They just get gunked up with oil. But it controls like the variable valve timing yeah, sometimes. Yeah, yeah. um, he said, yeah, it goes out in Honda, or this happens in Hondas and GMs. I was like, okay, fuck. So I said, can you check my front for that uh, tie rod? He gets down. He goes, turn it all the way left. Okay, now back. All right, go back and forth. Yeah, you need inner and outer tie rod. I'm like, what the fuck? This dude from the fucking just streets Gets down by my car and diagnoses my oh, shit. The streets. Yeah, just diagnoses my shit in fucking four minutes. And this, and it's not, I mean, it's not even remotely as bad as what I thought it was going to be. So, you feeling know, pretty good. It's funny because I was, I was talking to my mom tonight because she's having issues with her Subaru and uh, it, it was overheating. And she took it to this guy and these people and they said it was a radiator. So they replaced the radiator. And then it was still overheating, and they're like, oh, it's a faulty radiator. It's got a leak. So they replaced the radiator again. And, uh, dude, this that spider has the biggest legs I've ever seen in my life. Look, dude, where is there a spider? Hold on a minute. Look. Oh, first of all, don't even, even think about coming over here with that thing. I'm going to kill it. Okay, good. Dead now. Okay. Because bitch. <laughs> me, I do not fuck with spiders. Oh, that thing had some really. That was like the front two legs were so long. <laughs> anyway, like I just saw something very slightly move out of the corner of my eye. Anyway, um, the, so they said, oh, it was a faulty radiator. It's got a leak, and so they replaced it. And then it's oh, two days later, it's overheating again. So they're like, oh, it's the thermostat, which is what I told her it was the first time. I was like, I bet it's the thermostat. And she said that fixed it. And then she said it seemed like uh, a couple weeks later, it seemed like it was 
still trying to overheat. So she took it into their guys. She calls me tonight and she goes, they say, they said it's probably the head gasket. And I was like, well, it's a Subaru. That makes sense. You know, I, you know, it's a newer one. So I didn't think it would be an issue. I'd be like, why don't you go ahead and take them other fucking parts back out? I don't want them anymore. But, but here's the deal. She goes, but they weren't able to recreate the issue. Um, until they let it run all day. And I was like, okay, two things. One, if it's the head gasket, and somebody can chime in and tell me if I'm wrong here, but uh, if the head gasket is bad, I don't think you need to run it all day to yeah. to wait for it to overheat. Right. And then my second question was, I wonder if they just fucked up the head gasket by letting it run all day trying to get it to overheat. <laughs> you know, uh, like, Jesus Christ. Like, what is wrong with these people these days? I don't days? know. But car so, problems fucking follow me around. So just, yeah, let's take your advice and go to the streets for your... Just go to the fucking streets. There, I, there is a guy on everyone's street that can fix cars. There's also true. a guy on everyone's street that can fucking do heating and cooling. You know, I'm pretty proud of myself because I'm getting good at being that guy. You're that guy. And uh, because I just am too cheap to get some guy to come out and look at my shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because then you get four hours, five hours of labor and all that. That so, is a hard thing to swallow. When I when I go in, I see it's like $119 an hour. And I, then I look, I Google the parts. Oh, and I'm dude. like, oh, man. When you, when you, that's one reason I started doing everything myself was just because once I realized that, holy shit, this stuff is not expensive. No. A radiator for my, for my Jeep was $100. You know, like a radiator. Yeah. It's a sh- cheap radiator. It's got plastic on it, but. You know, that's what they come with. And, uh, um, but, but it's, so I'm, I feel pretty accomplished this week because I too was having car problems with my Jeep was, it was overheating. I did realize it was the radiator blew out. And then I was thinking, Hey, if, if there was enough pressure built up to blow the radiator out, you know, and this is the second time I've had issues with, with that sort of thing. The first time it was the lower radiator hose. I was like maybe the water pump isn't isn't working as efficiently as it's not pushing cooling sure. through as fast as it should. So I got the radiator off. I'll put a new water pump on. And I think that was uh, before our podcast last week. I, Is this some shit you do just like in one day? Like do you go days without a car? I was borrowing my mother in law's car for like okay. two weeks. All in all, though, this was about two days worth of, or it was it was only a couple hours worth of work. But, it but was you spread had to do it over, over a couple, a couple days, days yeah. because you work and you have a well. And life. then, but the thing was, is uh, two Saturdays ago, my buddy Chris and I did the whole thing, got it all put back together, and um, and then we're I was just letting some Loctite set overnight. So I the next morning, which was the day of our last podcast, I fired it up, and um, the whole gasket. Uh, the whole water pump gasket was shit and it was just pouring and cooling out. So then I had to take the whole goddamn thing apart again. And, um, and we went and got like a nicer gasket. This was the one that it was just came with it. And so we got like a nicer one. Mm-hmm. And then I didn't even realize there were nicer. Ones. Well, this one, like it was, it, it was like a less papery, more of like a, it's a fell pro. So they're like more, they, they feel more felt like, and then mm-hmm. there's like a, there's like a like a strip of like a rubberized uh something along it as well that helps seal it. And anyway, and then we like took a a uh wire brush attachment on a drill and like really just shine this thing up before we did it and my Jeep has never been cooling more efficiently. I mean, it's amazing. 
it's been going it's been going great. See, it's nice that you got somebody to help you like uh, do that shit because me, I take it to the shop. They tell me what's wrong. I go, no, sir, don't fix that. And then I go home and just get on Google. I did that shit once before I was having a misfire. Like car was just running a little rough, took it in. They're like, oh, yeah, something's misfiring, yada, yada. Here's what it would be. They gave me some disgustingly high amount. And I was like, man, I feel like that's an easy one for me to do. Got on Google, got on YouTube, looked at it, went to fucking AutoZone, got the part. They actually gave me the wrong part. Weird thing is they charged me for the right part and gave me a completely different box. So when I get home and it's the wrong one, I go to take it back and they're like, this isn't the right part. And I go, no, this is what you guys gave me. I was here 20 fucking minutes ago. Mm -hmm. I'm telling you it's the wrong part. They're like, yeah, but your receipt's for the right part. I'm like, that's why I'm back to get it. So it was this whole big fucking thing. Anyway, I go home. It takes me maybe 10 minutes and my car is fine. And I was like, oh, my God, they wanted to charge me a fuck ton of money for that. (laughs) They want to do a timing belt service. (laughs) Jesus. Yeah. No. So it's fucking dumb shit. But I mean, uh, another another thing I'm getting good at now is refrigeration. (laughs) So uh, why is that Saturday morning? um, uh, It was like 530 a.m. or something like that. Power goes out. And our neighborhood is just our just our block. I don't know if you remember last summer we were having a bunch of problems with our air conditioner because you hooked me up with your yeah, bud yeah. Um, because the power like and the power kept going out all summer. So like we have a pretty old and I, I don't know how how many calls it's going to take for the fucking AEP to come out and put new stuff in, but that shit goes all the time. Anyway, um, power goes out. I only knew it went out because I have a fan like literally next to my face and you mean when you sleep yeah when i sleep and yeah. i open my eyes and it was like the darkest my room has ever been it's also it's weird quiet yeah and there's not the hum of just general like stuff electric yeah and uh my fridge is a general electric oh see what you did there it's called a premonition um <laughs> final destination shit um but uh anyway power comes back on by seven or so and uh i i rem- i don't I didn't remember it um, at the time, but or I, at, I totally just my brain just short short circuited there. Anyway, uh, Rowan comes and wakes me up, and at like seven fifteen or something like that, and he's like, "Hey, Dad, the uh, power came back on, but the fridge did not." <laughs> and I was just like, "Oh, yeah, this you know, yeah." And then uh, like two hours later, I get up. It's like nine. 30 or something like that come downstairs and i like go to get something out of the fridge and i open it and it's just dark and i was like oh yeah he did wake me up and tell me that shit do you have to throw all that shit out no so i'm like i'm like because at this point it had only been off for two hours or four hours or so or three hours or something like that and um go downstairs and I'm like all oh, the breakers are fine and and then like i come up and i unplug it and then i plug something else into that plug and I was like, well, it's not the plug. Damn, it's a fridge. And um, so I plug it in again. I, I pull off the back. There's a back panel. And I and as soon as I pull off the back, back panel, I hear. Tick, 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 and I Google GE. It's the Goog. Yeah. Just just consult the Googs. That's right. Um, I Google GE fridge motherboard clicking. And they're like, uh, yeah, it's a power surge. So when the power came back on, it surged the motherboard and fried it. I got to – I got just a – again, I, I tend to oversimplify things and like I don't know shit about shit. But why the fuck isn't it 
But why isn't? Why don't you have it plugged into like a surge protector? Huh? Fucking oh, surge protector. No, I mean I could. I, I, yeah, I no, I should have an EFI outlet. Yeah, uh, I understand that. So. Okay. Don't lecture. So, uh, I'm. I'm not. No, I was but, like, uh, is there a fucking reason? Like, but you know, that's you know, these things have in the circuitry a lot of things that are supposed to stop that from happening. Yeah, but they're like capacitors and, and shit. They pop. Right? Um. Yeah. So the thing blew, and uh. So then it's Saturday morning, and I'm calling all over town, and I find this appliance place on the west side, and uh, hell yeah, and he's like, it's like I'm at mile soccer game, and it's like. 1130 his game's about to start and he, i was like you have this part and he goes we have one in i'll set it aside for you i was like when you guys close he's like one like, god damn it so i drive out drive all the way across town get it you know it's literally when i get home it's literally just popping out a few wire harnesses popping them back in oh no shit. everything's fine that's nice. and i was hoping that the silver lining would be that my ice maker would work again because my ice maker had not worked for some time and it stopped making the clicking noise it was making and then uh, when I shut it off, like when I shut the ice maker off a while ago, and it made one row of ice and then started making the clicking sound again, it never, it never worked again. You mean right now? Yeah, it made one. Oh, no and shit. Then, and then stopped. I wonder why. I don't know. I, I, my guess is maybe the lines are frozen or something like that. But uh, no, the freezer itself never got above 30. The fridge got to maybe 42 or 43 degrees. Everything was fine. Wow. Nothing spoiled. Kudos. So... I fixed a fridge and I fixed a Jeep in the last week. So at my old house, we had a, a ton of problems with our furnace. It was always something like the furnace would just shut off. So I got to be pretty, uh, pretty handy with Me the too. furnace. Fucking between um, like the flame sensors and the fucking ignition switch and all that bullshit. I got to be pretty handy with that. I yeah. could I could actually talk through it with other people and people would tell me what's wrong and I'm like, oh, fuck, that's this. I just kind of knew what shit was, even yeah. even problems I hadn't fixed because I had researched it so much. I've gotten pretty good with my dishwasher too because I hate it. So we bought all brand fucking new appliances when we moved into this place and we bought like, I don't want to say top of the line, but there are different classes, right? You got yeah. like your down here class and then you have a very large middle class we bought top of the middle class. They're like real nice Samsung appliances. Um, we have like the oven that's – you can use it as a split oven with a thing in there. You can cook two things at once or you can take it out and use one big oven. Um, it's got convection and we have the dishwasher. We have the whole whole ship, so we haven't had any problems with it. The only thing is it's only two and a half or a little over years old and one of the – we have it the the – what the fuck is that thing called? The oven has a clock on it. Mm-hmm. And one of the things for the number, so if like, you know, eight uses all the dashes, one of the dashes just went out yesterday. So it's like a six now. Yeah, it's fuck. It's like the, it's like the bottom right. So oh. like a seven just like weirdly cuts off at half. <laughs> Cause I looked over and I thought, I thought I splashed something on the screen and it was blocking it. And I went like this in my nail and I'm like, oh fuck, that thing's out. Shit's gotta still be under warranty, right? Two, two years, I, and, three you know, years? This, this, maybe I would feel different if I bought, it, like, nicer stuff, mm. but that's the difference between you, you and me. I would look at that and go, oh, well, that number's never going to work again. Oh, that's, I do feel that way. If you literally tilt your head up fucking three degrees, <laughs> you'll see the clock that's on the over-range but it would microwave. Ne- but I'm saying that if one number went out on my thing, I would never, it would never even cross my mind to think if it was still under warranty or not. <laughs> 
you know what? I didn't even uh, – I'm, I'm connecting some dots here. So I bought we, – we bought the appliances from Best Buy. Mm-hmm. And so Best Buy is in my brain, which just reminded me. I went to Best Buy Sunday as well because after learning my car was not going to be too grand to fix, I went, you know what? I'm going to celebrate by buying some electronics that I wanted. Okay, I've been having a lot of problems with our ring doorbell, and it pisses me off because I feel like they're like the industry standard, right? They're the ones that fucking like started this whole video doorbell shit, and I have the pro version. It worked great for a while, and now when I get an alert on my phone that says like somebody's at my door, I tap the alert, and it doesn't – it never connects and allows me to talk. But if I X out of that real quick and go to live view, I can pull it up and talk to them just fine. But it never fucking works from – the notification. So it's been pissing me off. I'm a big fan of Google products. So I've been following the Google Nest stuff mm-hmm. and they have the Nest doorbell. I was like, you know what? I'm going to go in and check it out today. I want to see it in person. Uh, hopefully one of the guys actually has it. And he can show me the app and all that shit. And, and the, one, the guy that I was talking to actually did have it. He's like, hey, I actually have this in my house. Let me pull up the app and show you. Pretty cool shit. Uh, it actually has facial recognition where you can tag people's faces. That way when they ring your doorbell, it'll say like Colin is at the door. Shit like that. It works okay. Oh, you got the Nest? I don't have a – I have a Nest cam. I don't have a door – but it's got the same Nest Aware thing with the facial recognition and stuff like that. It, it's but, do, but I think the difference is typically when people go to ring the doorbell, they look oh, yeah. at the doorbell. With the camera, it's using multiple different angles, yada, yada. But with the doorbell, they tend to look at the camera. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, I happen to go in and I have – I should also preface this with I have those little Google Home minis mm-hmm. like fucking everywhere in the house. We have them like in the bathroom, in the office, in Hayden's room, downstairs, over here. Like we have them everywhere, right? Because we can use it as a broadcast system. I say, hey, broadcast, say something, and then it broadcasts to all of them. And then, you know, my lazy ass doesn't have to run up there and tell Hayden that dinner's ready. Mm. So I stopped in. Yeah, I mean, it's no different than suburban houses in the 50s that had the intercom system. Exactly. But it's cool. Yeah. And you can, when you link them all together, you can play music through all of them sure. at once. Um, anyway, so. Uh, I'm checking out the nest and he goes, Oh, you know what? We actually just got these back in. They've been out of stock for like a month and a half. I'm like, really? He's like, yeah, we literally got them in today. And the Google nest hub, like the one that has the screen and shit. Mm -hmm. He's like, it's free. If you buy this today, that's 150 bucks or 140 or something like that. Weird. So I said, sounds like a good deal. I'll take one. So got that. And then I also picked up a new battery for, we have the Arlo cameras. So we don't have the Nest. We have the Arlo. Oh. Um, and the battery goes out, I guess. I mean, we've had them two and a half years. It went out probably around two years. So not bad. Uh, Yeah, the Nest cam, I like it a lot. Mine. Is it wireless, though? No. I had to drill through two layers of brick. See, that's that's the only thing stopping me. I don't want to do all that. I want to be able to just like. Well, it's it it, it assumes like the instructions assume that you have an out outside outlet and it like has like a like has really nice things to clip it and you know like it like they do a good job of making it look nice if there's going to be a wire right but as a criminal i would walk up and go camera's yeah. unplugged yeah and we're back from our weird intermission where the batteries died because who the fuck checks batteries <sighs> i guess not me nope uh we are talking about oh yeah so my outlets, I have outlets on the front of my house, but they're attached to the outlets on the inside of my living room. So if I turn the light, my living room light on, the outlet 
like it it's it controls the out and the in yeah like oh, it, no it's, shit. It, honestly it's like on the at the same part of the wall yeah like the, like it's on the front of the house and the inside of the house it's stupid it obviously that was it was an poorly, after yeah and uh so i ended up just drilling through getting like a big fucking that's the thing is i like was like oh yeah i'll just drill it through the wall and then i look and there's it's got instead of having a ac adapter you know it's got one of the like plastic cylinder things that's like on the cord yeah you know what i mean so then i had to find a drill bit big enough to fit that through well couldn't you have started from the inside what's what's on the camera does the is it hard it's hard wired into the camera dude i'd fucking cut it (laughs) i'd just cut it and put it back together so yeah I, i i got like a fucking three quarter inch and just just through two layers of brick. Yeah. That, that shit was crazy but but for some reason now mine like every like like every two or three hours it says my camera's offline so i gotta figure that out you see like that's the way that's the way things go shit works great at first and then they they meddle with it and fucking it doesn't work that's exactly what i have my ring uh doorbell and so got rid of that shit you know, and there's also there's all those conspiracy theories that these companies are just purposely fucking them up to sell they, the newer because they can now. Well, that was a real thing that was proven about Apple. I mean, I've always had this. I've always I'm a big Apple guy. Um, but uh, my dad and I, my dad's a huge, my dad's a bigger Apple nerd than I am, and uh, we've always talked about how an Apple product has about a two year lifespan. And then you start to think about that two-year lifespan really kind of lines up with the the big shifts in product. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's the same for anything. It's the same for Samsung as well. Yes. But what I've started doing Shit's is weird. when the – every – like I only follow the Galaxy line. Like I don't care about the Note, the Galaxy Note shit, but I do the S series. And so every single time a new one gets released and they're pre-ordering – I already I have the most recent one. They give you a fucking nice trade in. They give you like five, okay. So when I got the ten, I had the nine. They gave me, I think four fifty trade in. Plus I had a bunch of points from using Samsung Pay that I applied to it. And then for pre ordering, they gave me the wireless Galaxy Buds for free. So I got like, I got crazy hooked up. And at the end of the day, I think I came out of pocket like two hundred bucks. Hmm. Which is how it used to be. Remember when you could upgrade your phone, pay like two hundred bucks, re-sign a contract, and then mm-hmm. so that's about what it is now. So once they in the spring they'll do the uh, the S series, I'll get the fucking S eleven or whatever, and I'll trade in my ten. And I pointed back there, like it was back there. It's actually right there. It's recording, <laughs> dude. Everything everything in here is low on battery. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing with my life, but this is at eleven percent. This is at fifteen percent. And that died. Like I, I don't, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing, but what am I? I'm not charging my shit. Apparently, funny thing is, I'm usually my shit is usually dying, and I'm at sixty. Huh. Well, my phone's plugged in. I make sure to plug it in before we uh, start this thing. So oh, by the way, shit doesn't die. Totally back to normal. You mean the camera, the fuzzy camera, everything, like the water inside my camera, everything dried. Well, there you my go. My phone is totally normal again. It's from waffle batter water. Waffle batter water. Um, so one other thing I want to talk about today, and I put on the Trello board, just a general reminder, and I saw you commented and said, definitely want to talk about this. <laughs> and 
I'm like, oh, look at that. It's cute. He's fucking using the board. Um, as I lay dying. So everybody, and I say everybody loosely. I mean, like, all the people that talk about music on my timelines and shit, they're all, like, talking about it. And I guess I just don't give a fuck. And I would be much more excited, but, like, there's a, a, a little bit of just hypocrisy that comes with supporting a band that has a lead singer that was charged with and convicted of what he was. What's what's your take on that? You got, like, a hot take on that? I My hot take is fuck those guys. That's what I'm and saying. And I don't want anything to do with it. And you know, you're you you've unleashed the. I've awakened the beast. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it's interesting because it's it's something that okay, the dude has been on a on his rehabilitation tour now for close to a year, mm. and and you always like anytime there's a news item posted anywhere, there's the comment sections always going crazy with people being like, yeah, but hey, guys, he tried to have his wife killed yeah and um and all this stuff and i he spent seven years in in the in the clink and uh it's fucking crazy it was that long it did i know and i know that he like has had i like the thing is i i peripherally know him and i peripherally know those guys Mm. i've played shows with them they shared a hotel room with symphony apparel once and by the way Tim Lambesis and their drummer, both big babies who want to go to bed at like 930 and were really pissed at us for being hilarious and fun and, you know, things that bands are supposed to do on tour. Anyway, uh, but, uh, you know, I so I peripherally know those guys. I've hung out with them. I actually do think like a couple of them are cool guys, or at least I thought they were cool guys. Um, and and I get forgiveness and i get yeah, paying your debt i get society. grace i get mercy i believe in that but that doesn't mean that doesn't mean you can just pick up where you left off man like if you want to keep doing music again cool man start writing records but start from the fucking bottom not even just that it it's his band was pretty outspoken about when he went away and then he got out and their other band was a fucking failure. And they were like, you know what we should do? Yeah. Write some more as they done. And that's, that is honestly almost my bigger issue. And it's interesting. What, what I was about to say is that, you know, yeah, you always got these comment sections of people saying, but nobody ever was talking about it. Like other bands. Yeah. And finally last week, the singer of the, uh, Swedish, I think Swedish, uh, post metal band cult of Luna, they were pretty big yeah. back in like the, when isis was big and the band isis um i saw that and uh you i know, caught that on rock feed shout out to and rock he feed. and he uh he just came out and said like i don't understand why everyone's okay with this and he straight up said and i think his bands are a bunch of money hungry cowards no shit he said basically i, I, so- I saw this but i don't fucking remember and, and all the- i was just like amen dude like 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 i said i was cool with some of those guys uh, you know one of the guys in particular i always thought was really cool but and but like these dudes talked some serious shit when he was in jail like you said and all of a sudden i just it it, it just reeks of a record label saying hey guys this is you can make a lot of money now yeah and and then you got fucking uh jake the singer of uh, August Burns Red, who has been like the biggest uh, 
purveyor of getting Tim Lambesis back out there and ever, everything, everything's cool again, doing guest spots on their guest vocal spots on their record. And I don't know. It just really bugs me. It really bugs me. It, it It's just, like I said, I believe in rehabilitation. I believe in forgiveness. I believe in being able to reenter society. I believe that. But like, when you are the singer of easily the most successful uh, Christian metal band and one of the most success, successful metal bands of all time. We don't really like look at it that way, but like Azalea dying is easily one of the most successful metal bands of all time. And um, um, you can't just, you can't just do that, go away for a while and then come back and just be back at the top. It's just, I don't remember if it was uh, 2003 or 2004. Um, I went to Hellfest. So we drive there, and we tried like hell. We waited in line, waited in line, and got in and missed Azalea Dying because they played at fucking 11 o'clock on some booty-ass little stage, and I was in line, still outside. They were still letting people in, and they finished their set. It's and I wild, was- man. I was fucking heartbroken back then, uh, wanting to see them. But then at the same Hellfest, I found out about Unbroken Wings, there and fucking my mosh life was complete. <laughs> oh, I think I found the fucking the bled. Did you have one of those hoodies that said mosh on the front? I did not. You know who those did? were Unbroken Wings, right? There was. And Evergreen Terrace had one too, though, didn't they? Mm, no, no. Theirs was just ET. Yeah. Right. And we had we had one in Capital Tragedy. It was a CT. There you go. Oh, uh, I remember that. Yeah. No. Um. I remember fucking Edison, Brian Yost. He always had the Mosh hoodie on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He did. Yeah. Uh, but you asked me earlier if I had listened to it at all. I did. The new record. Because I was curious. And I gave you a fat, I don't want anything to do with it. I don't even want to, I don't even, like, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I, I, there's a part of me that it got very curious about it. And I was like, all right. And I, you know, I will say that uh, everyone was posting the song when they put that initial single out a while back. I don't even know what it was called. I listened to that and I was kind of like, ah, fuck, man. I just don't, I'm not about this shit. So, and I also, it was, it didn't have any replay value for me. It was just like, I listened to it once and turned it off. I mean, to be, to be completely honest with you, they, that band has never had replay value for me at all. I, I, you know, I remember when Frail Words, Frail Words Collapse came out in 94 yeah. hours. It was like, holy shit, listen to those Pro Tool drums. And, uh, fuck yeah. You can almost hear where the loop point is. But, um, uh, they, they never really, I like, they never, I was part of the Christian metalcore scene. So, yeah. like, of course, I heard them all the time, but it never, to me, they always were like kind of like the ACDC of metalcore, where it was, they were just putting out the same song over and over. Yeah, that is, uh, so uh, let me get back to, I didn't, I don't want to buy their shit. I care nothing about supporting that band. Um, for that reason, I was petty enough. I'm like, I don't even want to stream this shit. I don't even want one stream going towards it. Don't want to watch it on YouTube. So I found, um, found an alternate means to listen to it where it would not benefit them. And I found myself getting partially through songs and then skipping and realizing almost every song had the same fucking format. There's, in my opinion, for that band, there's too much fucking singing in that shit. I don't know. I just, it wasn't, uh, it wasn't why I initially liked that band. And when you say Frail World, Words Collapse, like that was, 
that was the album. I didn't really like anything after that. Yeah. So same yeah. same, same chewed up, garbled up fucking mess. It was always good and clean and yeah. I understood why they were making money hand over fist and selling thousands upon thousands of records and t shirts. I totally get it. But moral of the story is Morals. Fuck Azalea dying and fuck anyone who's who's enabling them right now. So, including the rest of the band. <laughs> and, especially the rest of the band. But that's just my opinion, and it is not the opinion of Heck and Fuck Cool that. Dads. It's, no, yes, it is. <laughs> there is only two of us, and it is both of our opinions, and God damn it, you can meet either one of us in our DMs. There you go. There, yeah, I got you. Meet, meet me on the fucking streets on this one. I got the, I got your fucking back. Uh, no, it's, it's, Let's get another uh, fucking. You want to just keep it going? What, what's, what's his? What's his? Uh, what's his? Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger one? What's his other side project? Uh, Austrian oh, Death Machine. Uh, yeah, yeah, Austrian Death. All right, Machine. now that I'd be cool with. The get to the chopper. Yeah, Tim Lambesis, if you're listening, fuck you. Uh, you tried to kill your wife, but uh, bring back Austrian Death Machine. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, and his poor wife, his poor wife and kids. You know, I I don't I don't pretend to know what the deal is there, uh, and and but I'm sure that a lot of therapy has had to be had. Oh yeah, I'm and sure. Uh, I'm sure that like you got some kids who were of a very impressionable age who are growing up now, knowing that their famous musician dad tried to hire someone to kill his their mom, and they just like it's all been about Tim this whole time. And that's the other thing that really drives me crazy is like, what about his family? Yeah. Hey, man, you know what? Let's move straight from this into some other controversial shit. Because <laughs> there's other shit. Oh, you <laughs> I, got you got something I else? Got, I got one more thing. I saw you a tweet. Got... I, I remembered I saw a tweet that uh, somebody retweeted. I, it was, I think it was like a record label, like uh, like a underground label like Gilead Media or Tank Crimes or something like that. Um, but um, they, as like dying, the... Uh, tweeted like how many times have you listened to our new record and he retweeted and said a thousand up front twenty thousand upon completion oh shit <laughs> oh shit oh so go find that and post that from our <laughs> fucking social media because that's fucking hilarious all right go no i was gonna i was gonna ask if uh so everybody was talking about the amber geiger the officer who shot the guy oh, in yeah. his own fucking apartment. I mean, it, justice was served in the fact yeah. that she uh, got found convicted, right? And mm-hmm. um, so there was a guy who was like the main person that testified. Um, Look at me, I'm Fago number two. Fago number two got the cream soda. Um, the guy that testified, that was like the neighbor. Yeah. Did you hear about this? Yeah. So yeah, found dead, got shot in like the chest and the mouth. Dude. Okay, so my wife told me about that story. Oh, my God. That thing went foam city, and you housed it down like fucking Jenna Jameson, dude. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Sloppy toppy Colin. (laughs) Uh, No, so what's your your, your thoughts on that? I think the one crazy – there's a crazier – not crazier, but there's another crazy wrinkle in the story is that – in between, like there was the justice was had, and everybody was happy about yeah. that. Then there was that viral story about how the dude who was murdered's brother. Did you hear that part? No. 
So he was on the stand when she was, when she was sentenced. Um, he was giving a statement or something like that. And, uh, or he was allowed to speak directly to her. And he, like, through tears was like, I believe in forgiveness and I believe in love. Oh. And, and he forgave her and he said, I don't, Didn't he hug her. Or something? He goes, I don't wish any ill will on you or your family. I'm glad that justice is being served, but, uh, you know, and, and he looked at the judge and it was like a really, really touching moment where he was just like, I don't know if this is allowed, but can I give her a hug? And then he asked, he's like, please. And they let her, and it was really touching. I got chills talking about it. I mean, yeah. it was really cool to see real mercy and forgiveness in action. Uh, so like that was really cool. And then like the next day is this story about this yeah. fucking guy. And there's no fucking way they said tonight. Or, what, did you send that to me? No, but I saw they have a suspect or something. Or they captured. I saw. I literally saw tonight. Somebody then somebody posted about it, but uh, they said it was like it was over a dispute over marijuana or something like that. It's like yeah, fucking right. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Even no matter what it was, you're gonna get conspiracy or conspiracy theories. Fucking galore. He was the key witness. Yeah. In putting her away. There's no, there's no fucking way. I'm sorry. I'm not even one of those guys who hates all cops, but this, it doesn't seem like on the up and up. Like MCAB, most <laughs> cops are bastards. The Weekend Nachos has a song called Scab, Some Cops Are Bastards. Oh, that's more, that's more And, accurate. uh, the, uh, it's a funny, it's a really funny song too. Like the lyrics are really funny. I'm into it. Um, so I'm I'm known uh, for running my car pretty fucking low on gas. I don't know why I do this. And it's been a problem for pretty much as long as I've been driving. And if Kyle were here, he would tell you um, he's terrified to drive with me sometimes because he'll look over and we'll be like going out for the night and my gas light's on. And he's like, you're not going to put gas in, are you? Nah. And I'm always telling him, Kyle, chill. I know my car. Well, my wife was like, yeah, you can take my car. By the way, you need gas. Cool. You know, it's fine. I get in the car and this motherfucking gas gauge is literally below the furthest left line. It's be- I've never seen. It had me absolutely spooked. And somebody told me that that's also bad for your car, like bad for the fuel pump. It is. Uh, what the fuck, man? It, it it well, it's bad for it like your car, it's not going to be bad for the fuel pump. If it's an older car, it's going to be bad because the car is older, therefore there's been a lot more time for grime and rust and shit to to build up and certain cars have don't they don't have a lot of they don't have very strong fuel pumps, so if you run the gas all the way if you run the gas all the way out like a drain, that shit just goes and just fills up the fills up the uh screen on the fuel pump um that's fine okay so have you replaced one of those two colin uh no i've had to get one replaced though because though the, like i ran a, i had a 84 volvo station wagon i hit the mic pretty hard yeah you did and i ran it out of gas in victorian village at that bp you know what i'm talking about oh i know exactly it's uh Neil. adjacent to the uh Giant Eagle. Yeah, Giant Eagle. And uh, I was six feet from the pump 
and it ran out of gas mm. and we pushed it to the pump. This guy helped me push it to the pump and I filled it up and then it wouldn't start. And then I had to get like a $300 service because they had to drop the tank and everything. 100% same story in Kyle's car when we were in, ooh, where the fuck were we? So, I don't know where we were. We were out of town at a show. We might have even been playing. I don't know if we were just playing, but he, uh, same thing. Somebody, so we thought he ran out of gas or he did run out of gas. And some kind citizen helped us get to the gas tank. He fucking fills it up, doesn't start, and exactly same thing. Yeah, that Fuel just pump. means sediment got in, and it's it's not it's unable to pull gas through. You know what? I'm realizing right now that I'm probably the cause of most of my car issues because there's just like <laughs> user error, dude. It, I am the fucking worst car owner. It's not like I can't afford to do basic maintenance on my car, but like I'm feeling like. I should probably take better care of cars. But then again, I think there's something you want to talk about. Millennials get blamed for fucking everything. I saw you got pretty hot about Ooh, this boy. Uh, on uh, Facebook, I think it was. I did, and I, and I did a multiple I, – I did like a threaded tweet about it. It was basically <laughs> the same thing. I don't do that a lot, but I was really mad about it. it and, you know, the article itself, when you read it, because the headline is – there is a theory that millennia, that stingy millennials are to blame for the slowing economy. And, you know. For the I, record, not me. I fucking make it rain every chance I get on true. everything except gas. Um, it And it is the uh, the article itself is OK. It backs up a lot. It, it, the article itself backs up a lot of uh, mm. what I said in my rant about it. But uh the thing is, is the way media companies work is somebody writes the article, somebody writes a headline. They have teams that write headlines to get clicks. Yeah, oh yeah. And definitely. so like um to 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 come out with a headline like that, knowing that in this in this current socio political climate a very sl- slow amount of people actually read articles. They read headlines and they post them. Oh, yeah. And uh, so it was just like, wait, what? Another fucking thing that we're being blamed, my generation's being blamed for. And it is just, it, and it's, it's stingy millennials. We're not spending enough money. And it's just like, uh, my whole thing was like, oh, I'm sorry. Maybe my memory is bad, but my entire 20s were watching wave after wave of my friends get fired. Oh, yeah. And watching. My my friends, myself included, get baited into buying houses or condos that we really couldn't afford. And then the housing market crashed and then we couldn't sell them. And then, you know, so and then all of a sudden you get PMI goes up and then, uh, you know, just everything is like I remember once our, our mortgage on our condo jumped from eleven hundred to fourteen fifty, and I'm twenty three years old, twenty five years old. I can't like I can't afford a three hundred dollar jump in my living expenses. You know what I mean? Hmm. And uh, and so then you start racking up credit card debt, you know, to to help make ends meet. And that's the thing. It's like we're not stingy. One, we just want to make sure that we have some money saved because. <laughs> You fuckers did this to us once, and it looks like it's going to happen again. Because yeah. it, it, I'm, it, I'm not going to be one of those. I don't want to be one of those millennials that just blames everything on the boomers because those are our parents. Um, but you know, Reagan and Bush and Bush uh, Jr. Their trickle down economic policies just don't work because we have greedy rich people. 
And then, you know, when we were prosperous in the 90s, uh, the Clinton administration wanted to keep that stuff going. So they were just saying, oh, yeah, let's get let's let's make laws that say you can give loans to people who can't afford shit. Mm. And and of course, it's all going to go crashing down. And here we are again with an administration that is that is getting rid of all of the guardrails. I get deregulating. But is getting rid of all the guardrails, and we're, and then this next generation Z is going to get fucked too, and and it's just I'm 36 years old and I make a decent amount of money, and a good chunk of the time I'm still living check to check because we're still making up for the shit that we've had to deal with for the last 15 years. So no fuck, fuck these headline writers, and fuck these people making these studies saying that it's our fucking fault. I'm sorry. I I dude. We've All, the whole time, the whole time, Gen X, Gen X, these 45-year-olds and these 50-year-olds, they're all sitting back going, you guys, you keep fighting millennials and baby boomers. That's their their fault, too. <laughs> I love when you go off on a tangent because, like, usually I'm sitting here going, he's fucking just going, and anything I would say, he's already said. So then we get done, and I go... Thanks, Colin. Okay, next topic. <laughs> like, I don't have shit to say about it. You know what really grinds my gears? Yeah. No, that, I, there's a saying that go, that I've seen uh, around several times, and I think it kind of applies here. The saying is something to the nature of, because you know me, I like to quote things when I like kind of know the words to quote. It's something like, uh, people go broke trying to look rich. Right? Yeah. So that's a. I think that's a pretty fair statement, because I see people like... I see people on Instagram and they'll be like out at the bar and they're like flexing and like lounging by the pool and they got Gucci slides on and all this shit. But then these same motherfuckers are living in like bullshit housing. They won't get themselves out of that. They're driving like a fucking car from the eighties. Like it's, it's weird. The things that people choose to spend their money Mm -hmm. on. And like, I know for us, we have a pretty fucking extravagant house payment, but that's because we decided that, if we were going to spend a large chunk of money, we wanted to go towards a house in this particular school district. That was a play for the kids. And I'll tell you what, when we first got in there, our mortgage payment was like, you know, whatever it was, um, we made sure to, and it was a new build. So we made sure to have them come out, assess the taxes, do the whole thing. We needed it assessed the right way. Cause we didn't want to have to make up those tax payments on the next year. Right. And then a year goes by and our ta- our mortgage payment drops by $500. And I call and I go, hey, this feels like, you know, when I look at the payments, it looks like the difference is taxes. I feel like you guys are not charging us enough on taxes. I don't want this to bite us. And they go, no, you weren't being charged the correct tax rate before. This is right. Everything's good. This is your payment. I was like, wow, shit. 500 extra dollars a month like that's awesome Mm -hmm. okay it's now almost 900 dollars more than it was that's fucking crazy Mm -hmm. like that's a shift from going to okay now we got this extra 500 let's allot that to this or that let's take on an extra expense here we can do that like this is all allotted for money this is almost free money right we didn't have before now it's back the opposite way where we have the things we've incurred because we had that spare money back to the old payment and then a few hundred above that. That's a fucking shock. It took, it took a couple, like it took a couple months to adjust for sure. 
I don't know. It's funny too the way and this it it's just a vicious cycle too is because like I understand you know it's easy for me to bitch about baby boomers and failed uh economic policy and stuff like that but then you know the response is always well you were the one who signed up for those credit cards or you know yeah. or when people say that that college tuition should every everyone's tuition should be expunged or expunged uh, everyone's tuition should be forgiven yeah their debt should be forgiven and i agree with that um but the response is well you were the one who decided to go to a hundred thousand dollar school and i understand the personal responsibility aspect of it but you know it's it's more than that it, it, it there's it's predatory mm. there's lots of red tape there's lots of well small print it, and uh, again, you know, a lot, a lot of this, the, a lot of the policies are, you know, you, you go to co- college campus and you go to the, the, like they have a, like OSU does the student involvement fair, mm-hmm. the first two weeks of school where it's all of like the clubs and religious groups and stuff like that. And it's like every other booth is somebody saying, Hey, you know, you're a kid out on your own now, you know, here's a great intro APR for our credit card, you know? Just trying. I remember going to college. My mom being like, "You're going to see a lot of people asking you to sign up for credit cards. Don't sign up for any credit cards." You know. I remember the first one I signed up for. But it's. I mean, but it's just so easy. I signed up. Okay, so I was. I was just being done playing music, and it was time for me to enter the working world, right? And I had no nice clothes. None. So I took about $500 uh, and I went to maybe not even take 500. Maybe I took like two or $300. I go to express at city center mall and I start loading up clothes and I'm like, wow, okay. That two or 300 went really fucking quick in here. Those pants were 90, two shirts were like, I don't know, 50 a piece or something like that. I'm like, great. I really still don't have any clothes. And they were like, oh, well, it's a credit card. You get an instant decision. I was like, let's fucking do it. Got a credit card. And I think they gave me like $700 limit or something. And I was like, oh, shit. So I took and I did the dumbest thing. This is like this shows you why people that are, you know, young kids should not have credit cards without fucking taking a class. It should be like getting your concealed weapon permit. <laughs> you should have to fucking take a class before you're allowed to get a credit card. Um, I took that couple hundred dollars. CCs. Same, yeah. same class. I took that two hundred dollars. I put that shit back in my pocket and put the full, yep, full thing on the credit card. I was like, like oh, pay that shit later. Yeah. So I'll that's use this for beer. Um, very first one. Yeah. I no, I mean, and, and that's what it is. It's just it's, and that's the other thing is when it comes to like the whole, well, personal responsibility, blah blah blah, and it's like, well, you guys were the ones who raised us, you know, like. <laughs> It's it's our parents' generation, the one that's shitting all over us. That's true. So yeah, I used to hate that. Um, I used to hate that it was like always the parents' fault. Like when a kid does something wrong, somehow it was always the parents' fault. So I don't usually subscribe to that. I'm like, because parents. Oh no, yeah. Parents bust their fucking ass. They try, they try, they try, and I know that my mom tried very hard, and I was still a dickhead on several occasions. Yeah, that's not her fault. I was just a, a dickhead. Young, a dickhead. Yeah. Yeah. It. it and there's a lot of I think there's a lot of other things at play too. You know, a lot of things that we 
millennials get blamed for like that that we don't have a lot of us don't have real friendships and that we're all anxious and that we're all you know depressed and things like that and it's like well you also need to understand that we are the we were the guinea pig generation for what the internet does to people it's true we were the first ones to use it yep we were in high school junior high and high school when it was popularized we were the first ones with screen names we were the first ones with cell phones we you know we were the XX setback we, XX. We were the first ones Hit who were on aim. We were the first ones who were very online. You know what I mean? And and it's like, it's like, and now we're starting to. There's now studies are starting to come out saying, oh yeah, online uh, like being online all the time is making people anxious and it's making people lonely and it's you know it's like, and the, and there's and, physical there's physical ailments from it too. I mean, yeah, they they got a fucking thing called text neck. Yeah, we talked about that. Oh yeah, fuck man, I assumed we talked about that, but but that's you know, just fucking great. And and, that, and so that's the thing. It's just like it's like there's all these other variables you got to take into. It's not that we're just a bunch of entitled shitheads as a generation. Yeah. No, we like we were we have been given a world where. The economic policies have not been set up for us. They've been set up for our parents. And uh, and we have been given a world where we are experiencing an entire new way of being for the first time, which is being online. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, and so it's just – I don't know. It's it's There's so many variables at play, but for some reason we get blamed for everything. And then all of a sudden they consider all children millennials. And it's like, no, 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 no. I'm 36 years old. I have a house, my second house. Mm. I have a wife. I have a kid. I, I kid. I have a wife. I have kids. I have two cars. I have a job. I'm not eating Tide Pods. That's, that's Gen Z. You know what's fucking crazy about that Tide Pod thing? Is fucking Glenn Levitt things? What? The whiskey? Yeah. (laughs) Holy fuck. How did (laughs) you like read my mind? I saw it. I saw it the other day. Fuck. You're just, that's what I was going to say. supposed to swallow it. I thought they like. Do you mean they don't like bust open? I don't think so. I don't know. I think you're you supposedly taste whiskey. All right, so let's catch people up. So <laughs> it's it's a line of whiskey which are like they're like Tide Pods, but it's just whiskey, and it says like enjoy without the glass. Or but something it's like, like that. it's the Glenlivet, so it's like it's like yeah. top shelf shit. You know, like you ever put one of those Listerine strips on your tongue? Yeah. And you know how they just fucking dissolve out of nowhere. Like, I wonder if they make it out of that. So when you pop that fucker in, it dissolves and then boom. See, my, my understanding, because I feel like that would be really intense. Yeah. Like to put this fucking pod thing in your yeah. mouth and all of a sudden it's just like whiskey. You know? yeah. But um, my understanding is that you briefly like get the good taste of taking a shot of whiskey, but you just swallow the thing. That's weird. So in my, So then it, all it is is like a drunk pod. Yeah. It's like, just eat these things and you'll get that's like, uh That's like fucking drug mules who just swallow balloons full of heroin <laughs> and then you poop them out. What if you just shit an entire whiskey pot out? <laughs> like, I mean, look at it and be like, you're like, oh, well, well, no wonder I didn't get drunk. My whiskey, gotta get another one of those. My whiskey pot didn't detonate. <laughs> detonate? Yeah. yeah, that's fucking crazy. Man, you got me in a bitchy mood tonight. Uh, my bad. I think it, it, I think it is, it, it's a it's a whole thing. Like you got here and you showed. We didn't talk about a time at all. You just showed up at like what would be the normal time for a Tuesday podcast. So you showed up 
And I told you ahead of time. I was like, dude, this fucking yeah, band. We sat around for an hour being pissed about it. Yeah. They were going off. So yeah, I'm also not like half drunk by this point either. No. Sober October. Yeah, see, and that's the that it's I didn't know it was a thing, and now I feel like I only know it's a thing because my coworker did it last year. Yeah. And I had never heard of it prior to that. I, I was talking to somebody. Maybe at work. it's a new thing. I was talking to somebody at work today, and and uh, we've been doing a thing on Thursdays at work where they do like fancy shots, like where somebody comes up with a recipe, like somebody brings a recipe, okay. and like we like do a fancy shot, and like we've done some crazy stuff, like like using like smoke guns underneath glass and stuff. It's crazy. Anyway, uh, somebody was talking about this week's shot or something like that, and I was like, yeah, well, I'm not drinking this month, and they're like, oh, sober October, and it's like, what? Yeah. No. I just decided that I had two months of very heavy drinking, and I think I should take a break. <laughs> yeah, self-regulate. Um, no, that's weird, because, again, I never heard it, and then I heard it last year. But that same thing, it's like I remember No Shave November was like that was a thing. Uh, and I don't know how large or small that went, but it felt like it got bigger as I got older. It, it became a bigger thing, more people. And then they started saying, like, Movember and like you just grow the mustache. I'm like, damn, where are all these things coming from? Well, Movember is actually like an organization, and it's like uh, testis funding funding for cancer right? for guy cancer. They say it's not just testicular, but like they say like men's cancer initiatives. Right. Okay, and uh, um, so like that's an actual that's like an actual thing. yeah. But again, I don't I don't recall them being a thing when No Shave November when I yeah. first heard about that. And, and I have done November twice, and it is the most miserable parts of my existence is is walking around with a shit stain on my face. Cause well, because I feel like yours isn't growing too thick. No. One whole month later, I look like a 13-year-old. You look like a, uh, somebody from the South End who exclusively listens to Eminem CDs. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, because you see those guys. You see those oh, yeah, guys, yeah, yeah. And, it, and it's just like, dude, don't even try. White T-shirt, Figaro necklace, blonde hair, a little bit longer bangs. What's a Figaro necklace? It's a specific link. Oh, uh, like gold necklace with like a Figaro link. Like, oh, I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, it's like the large, small, small, large, small, small. Like, yes, you know what I'm saying. Yes, uh, but yeah, I, I, it's just you see a guy like that, and it's like, dude, just stop, just shave it yeah. off. Those are also coincidentally the same type of people that you see wearing um, like Hatchet Man chains this day and age. Same people. Full circle there, dude. Full fucking that was circle. A real deal callback. Yeah, yeah. So we'll end on a <clears throat> we'll end on a high note. So, uh, my wife found this little note. <clears throat> she found this little note, and she said, "What is that?" And like my kid opens it, and he's like, "Oh, it's nothing." And she's like, "What do you mean it's nothing?" He's like, "There's nothing on it." And she's like, "I can see through the other side. There's something on it." And it ends up, it's this like, I don't know if it was to the same girl or not, because he told a girl he liked her, and she just said, no. And I was like, ooh, shit, that's rough. Like, you know, I don't know if it's the same girl, but he wrote a note, and the note, it was fucking chicken scratch, but it said, uh, like, meet me by the umbrella on recess, or some shit like that. And I was like, oh, man, you didn't give it to her? And he's like, no, I chickened out. But to go back to the other thing, yeah, we started talking. He's like, I, you know, I like this girl. I want to tell her I like her. And I was like, okay, well, you know, you just wait till you're ready and you do it. And he came home that fucking day and goes, I told her I liked her. And I was like, oh, shit, what happened? He goes, she said no. I'm like, wait, did you ask her a question? He's like, no. 
I was like, okay. I said, okay, now you she have to walk like, me no. through it. He goes, yeah, I went up and I said, hey, I like you. And I was like, all right, that's pretty fucking straightforward. And she just said no. And then I was like, man, that's fucking, that's harsh. It's cold. Yeah, I said, uh, I said, was she alone or what? Like, how'd you do it? Where'd you approach her? He was like, oh, we were getting up to, it was like getting up to either change to lunch or recess or something. I said, wait, was she in front of her friends? Yeah. Okay. We should have, we should have covered all grounds. I didn't think you were going to just do it in front of her friends. She may have just said no because she was in front of her homegirls. So he's like walking around like, yeah, that's probably what it was. Like in his mind, he's like, there's no way she'd have said no. It must have been because she's in front. So I'm wondering if like this is his attempt to like win her back. That would be hilarious. Pretty fucking cute. Have you had to deal with any uh, shit like that yet? Not yet. I now that Rose in uh, middle school, I keep. Doing the dickhead dad thing, would be like, so any uh, girls, yeah, you know, like doing that shit, yeah. Oh no, ooh. so yeah. Pretty soon is crusty talk, crusty sock city. Ugh. I can't. One of his best friends, one of his best friends is a girl, uh, and she lives directly behind us. And I think that, um, he, I, I just don't think he's thinking that way yet. Really, hmm. what it comes down to. So, you want to end with uh. Ohio or Florida, or do you want to end with trivial things? I have a trivial thing, but it's a short one. I don't even know that I have. You know what? I got one. Let's end with trivial things. We'll save the Ohio, Florida for next time. All right. Go for it. Maybe I'm going to just continue on my uh, anti-cop kick tonight. Okay. I, I hate when cops turn the lights on to go through a light. Oh, yeah. And... I hate it because I can't do it because I know if I was a cop, I would be doing that at every fucking light. I have a friend who literally like growing up, he would pull up to lights, look and just go. I've done that before. Oh, no, I have two. It's actually legal now. Do you know that? What? It's legal. If you're waiting at a light and you feel like you've been there too long and there's nobody, you can go. And like... I know it sounds far-fetched, right? But I'm pretty sure I didn't dream this. <laughs> it, Please let me at least look. I'm going to look for it after we get off here. No, I am I hope it's true. It just seems really subjective. It is. Like. I, I feel like it is. It's been five seconds. I've been here too long. So I don't, I don't do it often, but there is a fucking light outside of Meyer on 23, like way up there. And if you go out at that light and... I, you know, I only seem to be coming out of Meyer at like fucking one in the morning because I go there like after the gym. And I don't know if I'm just not on the sensor or what. I have tried to stop at every location and it will not give me the motherfucking green arrow to turn ever. I have, that's the only light that I can say I've run in the past 10 years intentionally. I ran one Hilarious. completely not intentionally once, but. Anyway, I'm pretty sure that's a law or at least some kind of thing. I'm sure there's additional rules around it. And just like a fucking normal person in today's age, I probably read the headline and was like, I can run red lights. And, you know, it was probably some clickbait like here's how you can legally run red, red lights. Right, right. It was some bullshit like that. And I was like, I can run red lights. Um, so, yeah, that's I'll stick with the driving one, too. Mine comes from a specific experience. So. <laughs> I was coming down a road the other day. I must have been Sunday. And 
a car has turned out of a church into the uh, the center lane. They're referred to as like suicide lanes or whatever. You know, you can make a turn from either side. It's the middle lane. So you have lane one, middle lane, which is shared, my lane. Car has turned out of a church, made a left, and pulled into that lane. So I see this happen, and I realize they obviously are just trying to get out and beat this row of traffic, wait here, and they want to merge into our lane. I kind of glance in my mirror. I see there's seven, eight cars, whatever. So I start to slow down, hit my horn a couple times to let them over. Guy behind me in a big fucking truck gets on my ass, beep, 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 throwing up his hands. I'm like, fucking really? You're that mad that I let somebody out for that? So he's throwing up his hands. So what do I do? I go real slow. Yeah. Because why would you not? Always. Like, oh, you're in a hurry? My bad. Let me inconvenience you further. I'm going to slow down to 20 in this fucking 45. Because people who do that aren't generally in a hurry. No, they're just dickheads. And to to you know what? If I wanted to speculate, you know, just because of where I live, it's pretty rural, right? Uh, giant truck. I would speculate Trump supporter. This was a church that is – I don't even know what fucking – what it is. It's for a completely different religion outside of Western culture. I don't know what, so I'm not even going to pretend I do. But it's known that that's what this church is. I'll speculate that he's pissed off I let somebody from that church out. And he's saying a bunch of atrocities. Yeah. So he, he goes as far as to start flipping me off. Dude, my fucking blood was boiling. Like 18-year-old me? Would have had batteries in my cigarette compartment. I didn't smoke, but, you know, they all had those little fucking ashtrays. The 18-year-old me had batteries in there waiting to throw them at your car. (laughs) And then later down the road, you know. Oh, my God. Yeah, double A's, dude. Burnt out ass double A's. And then. There you go. the, The. early 20s version of that was i'd throw pennies and shit at your car because jesus dude i've stopped i've got out of cars i have like i'm i'm very loose like you want over i let you over i don't i don't take offense to a lot of driving things i take offense when people are intentionally dickheads that's when i get pissed i don't generally have road rage for people that just do dumb shit because i've done dumb shit and i'm like oh shit sorry and i wave i do my thing also, don't don't you dare get out. If I let you out, you better fucking wave. Like, oh, yeah. otherwise I'm pissed. But regardless, that's my fucking trivial thing is people that just don't have any tolerance for niceness. And again, it probably wasn't that he was in a hurry because at the end of the day, all fucking three of us pulled up to the light. Yeah. And he had his window slightly cracked. I had mine down. I pull up in the turn lane because I'm getting ready to turn. He's in the go straight lane. He gets up far enough. And I said, what's up, man? Big truck and little dick, huh? <laughs> so I was ready to fight somebody that day. And he's just like, blah, 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 yeah, blah, 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 blah. I'm out. So that's it. We'll save Ohio, Florida for next one. I couldn't even fucking tell you how long this podcast was because we had to do it in two segments because of stupid battery battery die issues uh, by the hands of Jeff. So I think we're on an hour and a half probably. Yeah. Yeah, this looks like 50 right. minutes and I'd say about 30 for the other segment. So. All right, episode 26. We're out of here. Peace.